everyone, and welcome to this issue of the Bad Cootie Funky Podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us tonight as we talk about Castlevania. Castlevania, 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 Castlevania. Skip up that video. Oh, man. Tonight, we are joined by our illustrious crew of uh, Geekdom Knights and Lords. These beautiful men that I have before me. Let's meet them. Who we got here today? We got TV's Casey. Yo. Got Booster Greg. So, again, I had these big plans. I had, I, I had this whole, like, this board full of just possible intro bits. It's at work. I didn't take a picture of them. And now I'm working from home for the foreseeable future. Mm. So, that's my excuse. Also, Rusty ate my homework. Boom. I believe that. it. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable Rusty. my favorite. Hell yeah. Anything. Yeah. Speaking of favorites, we got Dot Chris. I am the shiniest vampire. <laughs> <laughs> he is the shiniest mm-hmm. Batman. What? Wait, what were we supposed to watch? Which one? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Watching that one, yeah. But tonight, before we get into all that Castlevania goodness with Dracula and Isaac and all that good stuff, we just want to take some time out to talk about uh, everything that's been going on in the world right now, and more prevalently, the uh, coronavirus, the COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, everyone is uh, mostly at home right now. If you're not, salutes. <laughs> To you, all the, the, the patrons, all the heroes that don't really wear capes, but that are saving our society, like the nurses and doctors in the hospital doing what they can, all the people, uh, waste management taking out our trash and uh, making sure our society still functions, our post office people who are delivering all of our mail, everybody uh, at cafeteria centers who are taking care of the less fortunate, the homeless, everyone, uh, you know, our police officers who are still uh, on the beat of the street, firefighters are still answering the call to these houses that could possibly contain the virus, but yeah. still need to get out there and save people's lives. Everyone who doesn't wear a cape, but you're wearing capes to us. Thank you, everybody who's been keeping our society and everybody safe during this uh, pandemic, as the World Health Organization has labeled it as such. And everybody else who is at home doing their part, staying away from people. I love the uh, vernacular of uh, social distancing. It's great. Welcome to the Thunder <laughs> Home. Yeah, we haven't reached Mad Max levels yet for listening in the future. Um, so <laughs> as of right now, two men enter, one man leaves. Yeah. Clearly, you haven't been in my house. Oh. <laughs> I've been walking around with an axe just in case. Just in case everything goes down and we start <laughs> seeing those no. signs. But uh, hopefully, um, everyone has a family member or anyone that you know that's safe that hasn't really been affected by it, as uh, this is something very serious. And we are doing our part. To keep you entertained while you're at home, uh, if you're done watching Netflix and Disney Plus and all their stuff, we are still here mm. banging out the very good, mm, meaty and tasty and savory uh, issues of the Back in Funky Podcast, talking about geek entertainment here. All right, so, so delicious, all that, yeah, delicious podcast. Yeah. Um, and with uh, COVID, uh, some unfortunate things have been going down. It's the less serious things that have been going down, um, like movies being canceled. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, and unfortunately to keep everybody safe and the public out of movie theaters because we can't be in large crowds together, uh, a lot of movie companies have respectfully and uh, very smartly, 200 IQ, have canceled their movies or, or not really canceled, just pushed them back, including uh, Mulan. I was looking forward to seeing that, but of course, it'll it'll draw big crowds to movie theaters and we can't have that in this pandemic. Uh, you, got, you got the Black Widow movie, which... Fine. <laughs> I don't think anyone's really disappointed about that. I don't one. think thirteen <laughs> called. They want their movie back. <laughs> I mean, is anybody like, oh no, Black Widow? I can't believe that's being pushed back. Black I mean, Widow. Listen, I really wanted to see it, but I mean, it's a movie with no stakes. But like, 
in all honesty, I don't understand why. So the, a lot of movie like like just I don't know companies, I guess, are releasing some movies on demand. They said like yeah, like it'll be like like a pay not a pay per view. That was our discussion, which we'll get to in a minute, <laughs> sir. But they're like oh yeah, we'll just release this earlier, maybe to digital than we're going to, or we'll just put this on demand and it'll be like a uh, forty eight hour rental, like kind of usually is. I don't understand why Disney is just like not putting out Black Widow on Disney Plus because no one True. really. I don't think this is going to be a blockbuster money maker for them, and it would yeah. be very easy just to put it on there, maybe get some new subs on that, and show some good faith. Dude, that would absolutely bring in droves of people who haven't subscribed yeah. yet, but they, they love the Avengers series. Like, it's like, oh, that Black Widow's coming like straight up. Like, now's a perfect time, just like you said. Imagine yeah. tomorrow, Disney's like, bother everybody, Black Widow released on Disney Plus. I know people who would uh, who don't have Disney Plus, but would get it because they were excited to go see this movie. Yeah, if, like, even if they just got yeah. it for just that one movie, right? It's the it's like giving them a, a little bit, just a, a, throwing some bait in the water to see what the fish happens. If you like, okay, I usually go to the movies. I spend what like thirteen bucks on a ticket. Yeah. I would. What if I just spend what what is it like eight bucks for a month just to see this one movie, and then oh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh my goodness! Ooh. What are you doing? Oh, here? I can finally watch <laughs> this. I'll pay this Mandalorian. Everyone's been talking about. Ooh. And then I still pay full price to see this at home. Damn right. And they just, just they keep it, paying like, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I think I honestly do think the smarter move would be put on Disney Plus, though, because even if they charge what, like, what's like a usual, it's like eight bucks is like eight to ten dollars is a usual rental, usually, I, I think. Mm. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's five, but I think for a newer. Wait, are you talking about of, digital reg- rental? or you Digital rental. Like, what is it, like five bucks? It's like usually like. Yeah, five it's one on banana. A brand How much movie. could it cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some money. Go see a Star but like, Wars. Yeah, so it's usually like within like the five dollars range. But imagine going yeah. eight because it's a newer movie, and then people are going to forget to unsubscribe because that's just what happens, or they want to keep it, so then they're getting more money that way too. Like, it just it they they look like the heroes, and they're gonna make extra money off, off oh, of yeah. it. It just seems like a no brainer to me. But like. I don't know. They're just delaying it, even though we all know Rachel Vise is going to be Taskmaster. Like it's not happening. It's, that's what it's going to be. I'm telling they're you. They're in the same shot together. I'm this telling you. Screen slaver nonsense. Then it's the scream situation where there's more than one. Ooh, there's, there's true. Task, taskmaster, and it's also it's not like Wait, holograms is it don't exist in this or world. Tasks master. Tasks. Taskmasters. <laughs> it's attorney task general. Master a master of all tasks. Taskmaster. Hmm. <laughs> Taskmasters is there's multiple tasks but one master or there's wait so a bunch it... of masters but one task Ooh. so it's taskmasters no what taskmaster my brain. <laughs> my brain it's Cole's the sack <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I, I don't think anyone was vying to go see this like prime movie time right I think no. it was like more like matinee and stuff like that yeah. even people who were just like I I, I want to see this movie I'm excited for it I don't think you were clamoring to go see it like in, you know but, but you know past 8 p.m. or something like that I'm but, not yeah. clamoring to see it like I'm clamoring to see New Mutants when it finally comes New out. Mutants is never coming it's never out. coming if you out. think that movie's coming out you're an idiot I'm sorry <laughs> remember that time Casey was like I can't believe this movie's finally coming out we were like until you <laughs> are in the, until what you are in the theater actually physically watch it not even the credits at the beginning none of that none of that fox no, searchlight nothing. shit you got to be in the movie scene one that's when you can finally admit that, victory yeah. that's when i can have the last laugh oh god <laughs> no he has to go through the whole movie just to make sure it doesn't stop in the middle of it 
distracted <laughs> or fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I know now. I know another movie like Casey was clamoring to see the uh, the Fast and Furious with the Fast Nine movie. Oh, I want to see nine, that. Absolutely, dude. I want to see that. Yeah, you me? That, that's that's been delayed too. Yeah, that's another one where it's just like, like I I think I can actually exp- uh, understand this one a little bit more because they're like watching a Fast and Furious movie on TV is fine, but watching mm-hmm. it with a giant ass screen is just like a whole new level. I was and gonna I think, say, wa- wa- watching Hobbs and Shaw in the, in the theater yeah. was an experience. Yeah, <laughs> it was an experience. Yeah. Everybody was there drinking. You smell the. I've never smelled alcohol so hard in an American movie theater because <laughs> everybody knew what was up with that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, like the, this on the big screen is it's gonna be gonna be a spectacle. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But like again, like I feel like the other side of this coin is all these studios are just going like, oh yeah, let's just um, delay it by a year. When they would have been out on physical and digital next year, anyways. Yeah. So they're really like, I know they're not making any money off of theater releases, but like, they're really just kind of pushing everything off, and so they're not making any money now versus possibly making more money in the future. I don't I know. Because they, they still have that old school way of thinking, like they need to release it in a theater. Like, let's right. not go digitally, even though some companies are releasing certain things on demand. Yeah. Like, like, like Bloodshot. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm I, gonna not see Bloodshot as much as I was not gonna see it in theaters. I, I heard Bloodshot was terrible, like, Dude, in, it, like it insultingly terrible. bad, terrible. Uh, like, like who wants to see a fully like CG Vin Diesel fighting for like 20 minutes? That doesn't make it. Like, I don't he he, he should have just made another goddamn Riddick movie and called it a fucking day. Like, same. I would have watched that. Yeah, I would have watched that too. But like, that no, he's like, I want to be. I have to be a superhero. It's like stay at home with he, you. You want to be Groot. Yeah, he wants Idiot. to, be, but he wants to be a Marvel hero so bad. But like, he's already Groot, so he—I yeah. he, don't know—and they're not looking to cast him like in a cape or anything like that. So he's like, you know what? I'll do my own. I'll do my own. <laughs> I'll do it in in me familia movies with F nine, and then I'll yeah. do it in other movies as well. So he's like, Bloodshot. Now's my chance. I could be a hero. Like he really wants that. I'm just waiting for that Bloodshot game to hit by that studio that he owns. Terrible. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he, <laughs> he owns a studio, and all he did was put out a Riddick game. Maybe two. Are, are, were they the ones who were also making uh, like the Fast and Furious game that was debuted? On the oh, game I don't back? know if they did that or not. That'd be I'd that be interested looks, to see that because that like is supposed to be doo doo. Looks so bad. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. but like I'm, I'm really disappointed about Mulan because that movie looked really damn good. Yeah, I, I was gonna wait until Disney day. Plus anyways for that one. Yeah, I was not in a rush to go see that. Oh man, like all it's, these it's, live it's, action Disney movies, like just don't. I, I okay, I'll give you that, but like I, I think this would be like one of the best live action Disney movies, and especially it's one of my favorite Disney movies, like right. growing up and shit. So I think this will lend really well because like Lion King, you didn't need that live action, and that was still somewhat animated. Jungle Book was it. like it was like a niche that it was like the first time we saw something like that. Yeah, Jungle Book was great though, like, and I, it was I also like it, yeah. an altered. It was like a slightly altered story that actually you know made sense as opposed mm-hmm. to like the OG Jungle Book mm-hmm. uh, versus like Lion King was basically like a paraphrased version of a movie we already saw. Right, with these, you like, soulless-looking animals. <laughs> yeah, you knew every every scene. You knew every beat. And from time to time, it was, like, line for line what the original one. It was just like, I'm just going to just gonna go back and listen to Matthew Broderick do this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, like, 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 who knew, like, uh, real animals who don't really emote like the animated ones do won't come off as well. It's their, I figured it out. It's their eyes. Yeah. Because the eyes yeah. are not emotive whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, that's... The Disney eyes, man, you can't escape. They could have just done like classic CG, like you do, like f- you know, Frozen style animals. Yeah, but then that was the point. Yeah, they wanted they already have a straight up. None, animated none of these remakes have a point. 
That, you, they, you added, they add in Perfect. one extra song, which is usually bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Would you say like, bomb as in good or bad? Like good. Like no, they're usually terrible, the new songs. Like, what do you mean? The, like the, be- the, the Beast song in Beauty and the Beast is awesome. It's horrible. Get out I of can't here. Re- I can't even remember that one. And, oh. and, then, and then you have the fucking Jasmine song in Aladdin. That was that weird. Was <laughs> Wait, that was weird. I need something to do. I need a tangent real quick. Give her something to do. What? Speaking of of music and Disney Plus that we've been talking about, so I just watched Frozen two, uh, for the first time. I and me too. It's basically my same opinion I had with Frozen one. Fun ass movie, charming. Half the characters didn't need to be there. They're literally there for mar- for like merchandising purposes yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. However, the fucking Kristoff song about uh, Lost in the Woods, which is an ode to like rock bands like Chicago and Queen is friggin' phenomenal. I was like, you know what? You don't belong in this movie, but it's you're worth it to be here. Just when you get Jonathan Groff, you get what you pay for. Dude, when he is not hunting mines, he is a Nordic (laughs) Elksman. Ridiculous. Anyways, that's my tangent. Great song. Hilarious scene in the movie. Completely doesn't have anything to do with any of the plot of the rest of the movie. Yeah. But um, that's my frozen tangent. I expect everyone's hate mail. Shortly. I will stand <laughs> forevermore from Beauty and the Beast live action until I die. I love that song, and I think Dan yeah. Stevens fucking kills it. Because Dan Stevens is well, awesome. Dan Stevens is amazing. There's no debating yeah. that. But like all these extra songs are just like, why? I don't understand. I don't know, I don't know man. I don't know. I don't know. I've also have not seen Lion King yet. I was like, I'll watch that immediately mm. when it gets on Disney+. Plus. Haven't touched it yet. Haven't even put it in a queue. Nothing. It just sits there. <laughs> can you can you feel the love tonight takes place during the day? Mm. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> these decisions. I like uh, I Favreau, don't understand. What are you doing, pal? I don't I don't know. I think uh, it was a production thing. Or I think something. it's cool. I, don't know. I love the the voice cast behind the Lion King, I think was really fucking It was awesome. weird not hearing Jeremy Irons as Scott. <sighs> yeah. I mean, so, I mean, Chiwetel Ejiofor did, did did a serviceable job. I'm not saying he did a bad job, but it was just weird not hearing Jeremy Irons. Well, yeah, I'm like, it's Jeremy Irons iconic. is Scar. Yeah, and and I'm just like, and uh, apparently, like they didn't ask him, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, but what? Like, hold on. Why would you ask fucking James Earl Jones Mufasa to reprise his role and not get his brother and have that like same iconic like dynamic going on? Because not as big of a role. If you think about Scar probably has more screen time throughout the whole movie than James Earl Jones does. Right? So they get him for yeah. a little bit. It's like mm. we can't it's so freaking iconic. Like his voice ridiculous. Yeah. You can't goddamn Darth Vader. I, I feel like he he's almost inimitable. Like Yeah. You have people who can do a pretty good Darth Vader impression on the internet like um what's his name? Matt Sloan. I think he did the voice of Vader in like the uh, Force Unleashed games and oh. that all came from him doing fucking Chad Vader, you know, the grocery store <laughs> yeah. Darth Vader. On yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Absolutely. But like that's still modulated. Mufasa yeah. or like Thulsa Doom or like any of the other roles that James Earl Jones has ever it's done. It's straight is James just Earl Jones. His yeah. base of a voice. You but know, I feel like a lot of Disney characters like they're very their actors are very specifically chosen because they do have such like a, a interesting voice and such a unique voice. Yeah. Like I don't know. I just I just think it's a missed opportunity. Like yeah, like Scar's the villain, but that's also the voice for Scar. Like yeah. It- I mean, you know, voice actors are also really fucking talented. Like yeah. you look at any of the people who have been replaced as like a Looney Tunes voice actor. Yeah. Or something like you hear Mel Blanc, Bugs Bunny, and all the classics. You know, but then 
you hear the people today who do it, like all the people who have voiced Daffy Duck, they're all like pretty, pretty close to the original. Yeah. Or even in um, DC, like when it's not Kevin Conroy being Batman, it's just like I mean, oh, if I it's Bruce Greenwood, it's fine. Bruce Greenwood does fine. Bruce we Greenwood like Bruce Greenwood. Does a good job. Yeah. yeah. And what's yeah. his name? Uh, Dijek Bader. Roger Craig Smith. I think is Roger Craig Smith also does. He Batman. also does a great. Even in Russian, he is Russian Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's Red that's Sun, which I mm. thought was neat. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Listen, I would love to hear Jeremy Irons in anything. Yeah, he's the best fucking Alfred, which I never. Those are words I never thought would come to mind. <laughs> would, would you like to hear Jeremy Irons do a possible voice in Animal Crossing that's coming out soon? <laughs> yeah. Good segue. Imagine yeah. <laughs> he, should, he should be the voice of Tom Nook. Ooh. <laughs> he's the only voiced character in the entire game, and it's just Jeremy Irons. Like, <laughs> I could give you a loan. For a measly thirty-eight thousand bells. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, do you man. think of the Nook, the Nook getaway package? Now, Casey, Is are you hyped for the launch? I am beyond fucking excited. Okay, and I don't want to say my watch is currently timed to it because you know it's only. It definitely is. Two hours and twenty-eight minutes. He's already, ba -ba -ba. He's, he's already ba -ba -ba. initiated time trial. The game is not available to play yet, and he's already starting the steps. <laughs> I named my island. I named my character. I'm going to reset a bunch of times to make sure I get all the right fruit and the right color of my airport. I've... Ah! Ah! <laughs> I'm really jazzed. Look, I've never... I've talked about this before on the show. I've never been more excited. I've never anticipated a game more than I've anticipated this one. Now, why is from, that? From, I, I can't explain it. I don't know what it is. Can't you? I mean, look, I've played every Animal Crossing game that's come out, but I've also played every fucking Zelda. I've played every Super Mario game. Um, well, the 3D ones, not the new Super Mario Brothers U that they released four times. I mean, that's, What? It's phenomenal. That's I remember that. Yeah. I mean, I played the first one, but then like I didn't play it when it re whatever. Oh yeah, it doesn't. You know count. what I'm trying no, no, to say? It's fine. Yeah. I got you. I I'm got you. Diehard Nintendo fanboy, I'll play basically every first party title that they put out. And I played Animal Crossing in 2003. I played Animal Crossing in 2006. I played it in 2008. I played it in 2013. I'm going to play it today in 2020. Mm. Um, there's something that's so fun and relaxing about these games, but about this one in particular, I don't know what it is. I want to say it's because there was such a delay of when it was announced to when we actually got to see anything, when people got hands-on stuff, when people... People only started reviewing this game this week. Yeah. I mean, there, we I, mean, just, I mean, there was an embargo, so... Right, right. But, but, they, but they've had the hands-on for a while. People really didn't get much of a hands-on until... I think PAX was the, the first... It was the first time, public, yeah. Right? Um, you know, we didn't get a trailer for this until a Nintendo Direct, like, in the middle of February. The game was announced something, like, last June or last July. Yeah. It got delayed at one point. Like, it's one thing after another that just... It, it kept it in the limelight, and there was nothing to know. And then they're like, okay, you thought being a villager was cool? All right, fine. You thought being the mayor was cool? Like, okay, whatever. How's God... How would you like to be God in your tiny village full of animals? <laughs> you can shape the landscape to your liking. I mean, it's unlockable and you get it at some point. But, like, you know, that's something. That's a goal to work towards. Like, this isn't just a, oh, you play a little bit every day. Oh, there's a little something new. It's like, no. You can... You want to make a fucking superhero town? Do it. Like, you want to completely restructure the entire physical landscape of where your animals live do you want to move their houses and your house and a museum like there's pretty much it's limitless in terms of what the game wants to achieve um i'm already overwhelmed they, i haven't even played it yet i, I know i know because like because they're just like place your house somewhere and i'm just like 
Yeah. <laughs> I get to choose? I get to choose? Yeah. Oh, God, I'm going to put it in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the great thing is that you can move it, even if you don't like where you put it. You can Wait, move what? it at any time. You can move it at any time. I know. Um, <laughs> what the hell is moving castle? But I mean, my, my addiction to this game <laughs> this week has gotten to a truly sad point, which you guys didn't know about, but now you will. Uh... A bunch of people leaked the game a couple of days before and we're playing it on Twitch, which I'm pretty sure is against terms of service, but they don't give a shit. Uh, so why should I? 100% I against the NDA. S- mm-hmm. I, I have three monitors set up in my house. I had six different Twitch streamers all at the same time on different tabs. Why would you do that to yourself? So I just I, I needed to bask in it just for a little bit. You need all the information we, you been, can get just for we, a little bit. We've brought you here today. We need to talk about um, something uncomfortable. Um we're worried about you, my friend. I'm, you're pre-intervening. Yeah, I'm pre-intervening. We need you to. We need you to cool it with the Animal Crossing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, we want to limit you. I, like we six is a lot. Six streams is a lot. We're gonna limit you just to three. Yeah. Let's, we're just gonna roll it back just a little bit. I think I hit a peak of eight, but I was like, wait, wait, wait. Casey, Casey, quickly say Lucius Fox. Lucius. Fox. And then they all just turn off all the streams of Animal Crossing. <laughs> Too much power um, for one man. Yeah, but it was at that point I realized I truly lost my mind, and I'm like, okay, don't watch anything else. The game will be out at midnight on Thursday. You can do it. Just take a lot of naps. And, and then he watched 16 streams. Well, you <laughs> no, and here we are. Uh, my patience has persevered. I lived to tell the tale. I mean, there's still two and a half hours. Something pretty... Ca- We'd have to have some kind of Donnie Darko level of catastrophe where a plane engine falls in my house. It's We're in 2020. <laughs> Don't tempt anything. <laughs> Did it happen in The Simpsons? Zombie apocalypse starts. Coronavirus the somehow gets th- into the internet and starts deleting it's things. It's gone digital. We yeah. <laughs> can't stop it. <laughs> yeah. But I will actually be... If you're watching live, I will be streaming soon after this show is over. Uh, on Twitch until from twelve midnight until I fall asleep. So twelve oh one midnight. <laughs> what's your uh, what's what's your battle plan going in? My battle plan. Uh, I'm gonna burn through the tutorial pretty much as fast as I can so that the game starts to open up because I hear from every reviewer under the sun it's fucking slow. Slow. And, and the beginning of an Animal Crossing game is always slow, but the people who have played other ones. And, like, you hate to go into a review and it's like, huh, I wouldn't consider myself an Animal Crossing fan because I've never played any of the other ones. And I'm You like, know how many, like, has started with that dude, that I watched? I'm convinced that all of Polygon and all of Kotaku are just people who have, like, never played a video game in their life. <laughs> especially Kotaku. Especially, it's just, it's, especially it's Kotaku. It's weird. Yeah. Like, some of the YouTube stuff that they do, like, the goofy shit is, like... Mm-hmm. Okay, like, these people have obviously played something before, but, like, they're like, huh, I couldn't figure out how to, like, plant a tree. Like, you just put the fruit in the ground, and I'm like, what the fuck? I think it's the people that are coming into the gaming space now who are able to, to like, yeah. get jobs there. Because even, like, some people at, like, IGN, there's some people who do good jobs there, but there's some people who are just like, oh, my God. Like, when uh, when Call of Duty Modern Warfare was uh, being debuted to E3, you had a bunch of different pundits from IGN go there, and a lot of them were crying about, like, the violence in the game. And I'm like, are you serious? Are you, are you serious right now? Me. Yeah, dude. They, 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 they got, like, <laughs> they got blown I'm up all, all over social media for just for just, like... It, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Do you guys just... remember that fucking video of Cuphead when it came out that the guy couldn't get past the the tutorial stage that teaches? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that energy. It's like fifteen minutes of this guy like not air dashing, and I'm like, 
The controls are literally written on the screen. They say it right there. It says it right there. Like, this is maddening. That You know, it's funny. Somebody referenced that for the recent guy at Kutaku who couldn't figure out how to beat the end boss in the Final Fantasy VII demo, even though uh, Cloud and, <laughs> and what was his name, they, they were both Barrett. like, yeah, Barrett, Barrett were both like talking about it. Oh, use lightning. It's weak. Okay, let's do that. And then hit it. Okay, cool. And they're constantly telling you what to do. And the guy tweeted out how he couldn't figure it out. And someone posted that, that Cuphead as a response and said, same energy. <laughs> same energy. <laughs> In that, you know, in that game's defense, though, like, Cuphead plays, like, a 2D platformer. Final Fantasy VII Remake is, like, the whole battle system is fucking weird. Because it's, like, kind of like the new ones, but also the, the ATB system is back from the old ones. So it's, like, you can only do certain things at certain times. And I'm like, okay, this is reasonably complicated. But the characters fucking walk you through it. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, like, you know, I'm not saying you have to be an idiot to not get it. But, like, give me a fucking break. Oh man! Yeah, Some imagine. of these people playing Animal Crossing, like for reviews, I'm like, I'm blown away. But whatever, that's beside the point. Just, <laughs> well, like, I'm super, I'm super jazzed. With with Kotaku, whenever I open them up, I half expect them to go like, video games aren't that great, and just like, just for clickbaity like <laughs> titles, and be like, I don't get it. Absolutely, it's just like. Yeah. That's pretty much what they go for. Yeah, now. like see so something people do. can just click on, and and then they're just like, ah, now that you're here. <laughs> oh God, it's it's so crazy. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, Casey from chat, um, Brutal Correct, says, uh, top five tip for someone who has never played an Animal Crossing game before. Um, make some friends. Uh, fruit in your town. <laughs> Just make friends, forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fruit, fruit in your town sells for, like, 100 bells apiece, which is fucking chump change. Fruit from other people's towns sells for 500. Uh, so if you plant all that non-native fruit all over your town, you'll be rolling in money in no time. Um, this game is, starts very different than the other ones from what I've seen, because there's a whole crafting mechanic that is completely absent from every other game. So I'm as blind going into it, uh, on that front, but really my only true suggestion to you is have a good time, play the game however you want. People on the internet will be like, don't time travel, time travel is cheating. But like, if you want to do more days, then do more days. But I do know that. You know, there's been information from the patch notes and stuff from the update that came out, you know, just for launch. The holiday events are synchronized between your game clock and the Internet. So if your game doesn't match up on the right days that you're supposed to be playing, you're not going to be able to indulge in those. But if you don't give a shit because, I mean, half the holiday furniture sucks anyway, play it however you want. That's it. Just it's about it's like it's not like Second Life because that game is sad and lame uh, <laughs> and stupid and dumb and I hate it. Uh, this is just a game where you just fucking chill. It's got none of the financial overhead of The Sims and worry about keeping shit alive and all the fun of The Sims where you basically put in your own fucking cheat code and you get to design a house however you want. It's so great. We've seen some companies like uh, Nintendo Life putting their logo onto like like the characters' clothes mm. and the furniture. I'm like, oh shit, that's dope, dude. Let's go. I remember they had that in the 3DS um, Animal Crossing. That was the only other one that I had play, uh, played, mm. and I obviously made a Booster Gold T-shirt immediately. Yeah, nice. like, yes, it's so good. <laughs> um, I, I love how like uh, like it, it, at the beginning it shows that you can pick like a certain island uh, to make yours, but you can still yeah. terraform it like later on. Oh, so. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but oh man, I'm already overwhelmed with all the things you can do. I mean, I'm gonna be—I don't even know if I'll ever stop playing this one. Every Animal Crossing I've stopped at some point because I'm like, I've achieved everything I wanted to do. I've won life. I'm king of the animals. 
But here, <laughs> King like, of the animals. If I get bored, I could just I could start over. I could just reshift my town. I got amiibo cards. Look at look at this. Oh god. For you audio listeners, this is gonna be great. Editor's note. Look at all these. Cut look at these. This. These fucking cool ass colorful um, cards. What? All those ones you were showing me at uh, that you were gonna get at PAX. Those came in? You can't Couldn't hear, hear you because my headphones yeah, stopped. Headphones. Really oh, dumb, editor's really note, headphones. cut all this shit out. There we Super go. Great. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. We'll but fix no, it in the, post. The, like, the Amiibo card functionality is great because now, for the first time, you could pretty much... Well, not the first time, because the New Leaf update. You can pretty much get all your favorite villagers, like this one, who's a Breakfast at Tiffany's-style rabbit. Named, named Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah. Wow. Or Snake, <laughs> a ninja rabbit. I love rabbits. Uh, you really Ooh. need to listen to the heart of the cards on this one, Casey. Right? Kid Cat. A superhero. Which one is the four. cutest one you have? I'm the cutest one. I don't you know. see that one with the fucking Power Ranger helmet? I have this yeah, other rabbit that's based on Sailor Venus. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, man. That's really cool. <laughs> These things are super dope. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a coworker who she, she she like just bought a Nintendo Switch because she's played Animal Crossing in the past, and she's just like, "What do I get? What do I do?" And yeah. I'm like, "Just get a Switch and yeah, download just get a it. Switch. Just fucking go. Have a good time. Look, it's great. Greaser koala." Whoa, that's cool. L- Luchador bird. Like, there's Luchador a mil- like, bird. come on. There's a gimmick for every fucking animal in this game. It, it fucking I, I'm really curious it. to see, like, how much Animal Crossing takes off. Because, like, this is the first Animal Crossing that's really happened, I think, since binging's been a thing. Yep. Mm. So I'm wondering, like, how many people are just going to, like, sit there on their Switch and just play while, like, watching shows. Especially since we're all locked in pretty much right now. And funny enough, my coworker who went to, to, to get a Switch, like, she couldn't, she could ba- she barely found a new one. Apparently, people have been buying them up. Wow. Like, she, she could, and I was like, she was like, okay, where, where can you buy one? I said, all right, you can, anywhere that sells a Switch. So, yeah. you can get your Walmart, your Best Buy, your GameStop, whatever, your Target. She's That's, like, yeah. there is none. She even screenshotted me. She was just like, within a 250-mile radius of, like, New York, you can't get one at Best Buy. That's crazy. At Target. Like, it was nuts. And she's just like, what's happening? I'm like, one, we're in a pandemic. So, I think people are buying up Switches so they can entertain their family at home. Mm-hmm. And two, Animal Crossing's coming yeah. out, so there's that. And she was just like, "Really? Like, people are going to get it off of this?" I'm like, "I know you're not a gamer, but yes, people will buy up the whole consoles and mm-hmm. whole systems or or whatever, what have you, just to play a certain game." And especially now we're in a pandemic, people are staying home. Yeah, but she was just like, "I can't find like like day two. She's like, "I, I still can't find a new one. Should I get one used? Like what?" <laughs> like. I don't just get what she managed to find like one new one within like a however mile radius, like fifty mile radius. It was nuts. She just had a rocket kid for it. Give it again. Give it again. Give it again. Give me that switch. Piece of shit. Give me that. I need it. But you're an, but you're an adult. You goddamn right. <laughs> don't you fucking need forget this it. Exactly. And that's why I'm walking away with the switch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's great! But yeah, Animal Crossing is going to be great. I think Speaking another, of great another things, big contribution to it is. Also oh yeah, yeah, go for it. The the Switch has outsold the 3DS. Um, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, by something like seven million units. Um, yeah. But just the the utility of it is much better. Like like of course you can play a handheld game at home, but like if you're playing at home, you want to play on a TV. And the yeah. Switch is really a great novelty in that you can do both, mm-hmm. unless you have a Switch Lite, in which case. You can't, but you wasted your say, money. Does that include you that the choice. Switch? You does that include the Switch Lite sales? Um, Do we know? But yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know. 
Oh yeah, yeah. She, she was also l- l- looking for a Switch Lite as well, just just to get one. And I'm like, no, no, just get no. the regular one because Switch Lite's only. Bucks. I was even tempted yeah, yeah. to get the fucking Animal Crossing Switch myself, and I'm just like, no, I already have one. I don't. I'd see. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. <laughs> I don't need two video game. Consoles. I mean, it looks good, but it's it's a lot of money. There's, there's yeah. something about the um like custom skinned systems that never appeals to me because it's like, yeah, it looks great then, but like when you stop playing the game, then it's just always staring at you, and it's like like, yeah. like the Spider-Man PS4 Pro. It's like that looks really cool, True. but like you're just looking at it now. It's like great. I have like a I have my my one. switch is the Smash Bros version because I didn't pick one up until that game was coming out. Yeah, I don't know. Mine is the uh, the Mario Odyssey one, so it's like just like the Joy Cons. And red. you have the case. You have the magic case. The case. Yeah. The, yeah, the case is nice though. It's cool. magic case is nice. Yeah. yeah, and it came with like I think a bit more storage space. Oh, by default. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think the additions come with a bit more storage space than the regular ones. Yeah. Well, you should also have a key card. Yeah. You always put a micro SD card in there. And call it yeah, I just put one. I, I, I did that anyway. When I got like, like, like so, so much space, it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So you know what uh, else is ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Castlevania. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of ridiculous things, Castle Castlevania, Castlevania. season three of Castlevania. For those who are joining our main topic, uh, we're talking about Netflix's Castlevania. Now, if you haven't watched it, there were three seasons so far, and the episodes aren't that long, so you, you can catch up in good time. And it has a really good story and great animation, so you won't be bored. You won't be disappointed. You won't and, be sitting and there the like... the first season's only four episodes, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I started the show on Monday, <laughs> and I was able to watch everything. <laughs> Uh, before ten by by tonight, I, I had a buddy who uh, who he wanted to like he, he didn't finish in time to to watch this live in the podcast. But uh, long story short, he was just like, "All right, listen, like, can I watch this thing and not be bored?" You know, he's one of those people. And I'm like, I was always engaged watching watching the Castlevania series, like from season one to and season three. There was never a dull moment where I was just kind of like looking at my phone or had it on in the background or while I was working on something, I had it on my other screen. I felt like I always needed to watch it. Really? And I think that says a lot about a show. I mean, yeah, like me personally, yeah, I felt like I always needed to watch it, especially that like I, I really liked the the animation because I think it's the same house that uh, that that came from Korra and uh, Avatar. Yeah, yeah the animation is great. It's just for me, um, season one is perfect. Like I wouldn't change anything about season one. Season two, like mm-hmm. the first episode, I was just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of tough. And then I got into it. It was great. Season three, the, it took me three episodes to actually start giving a shit. Like, I was just kind of like, you know, it was one of those ones where I was watching episode one and then my phone just kind of started going up a little. I was like, no, come (laughs) on, restart it. Like, let's do this again. Let's do it proper. And like, it just kept on happening. And I just I was just like, come on. Like, I know this is a good show. And then I was going to give up at episode three. I was going to be like, forget it. I'm just not going to be on the show. I can't do it. And then episode four just took off running for me. And like, I didn't regret it. But it's just one of those things where it's just like it's a slow burn and like it has to be that way and i understand that but like god damn i was just like this, this almost lost me like so close the damn. episodes don't really explode until like the second to last one and the last one but i mean the de- the character development in the third one is 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 the the french yeah. kiss of of the show yeah 100% um yeah. the highlight of the whole series for me thus far has been the second to last episode of season 2 where they fucking fight dracula yeah spoilers they end up fighting dracula yeah Uh, Yeah. it's awesome it's like it's completely off the chain and what i love about this show is that there's there's like zero inconsistency like i haven't looked into you know what animators are on it or whatever but it's all it's not like oh they have the cheap team for this episode Mm. or whatever it's all written by warren ellis it's like 90 percent of it is directed by sam Dietz and adam Dietz. just very very consistent 
Um, Overall, I think the show. So I, th- I forget if I've had this discussion before, um, but there's um, it was a, an article that was written around the time of the end of Game of Thrones that talks about how most shows fall into, especially like fantasy shows, fall into one of two buckets. One is that the focus of the show is on the characters, and the other one is that the focus of the show is on the systems, on the world they live in. And this is definitely a system show where they kind of lay out this is how things work and we're going to work within those rules and show you how and everything that you see is about how the world works more than it is about the characters that are in them. Um, this show does a great thing that it, the characters are very dynamic. They're super well-rounded. Um, the story is super engaging. I actually really, I love the pacing of this show because everything, there's almost no fluff. Everything that you see from the beginning of the season up to the end is it's all building towards the one main kind of climax of that character arc there's almost no throwaway episodes um everything just kind of builds on it so this show that's what makes the show so great is that it it's all about the world and how things work within the world yeah rise of skywalker yeah. <laughs> i don't know season, Do one, season, season three for me Ugh. um all of alucard's stuff just seems as of right now kind of unnecessary yes i will friends. agree there he, he wants it's, his buddies He's he does, lonely, but it didn't actually really go anywhere. Yeah, that's why other than it clearly, you know, his character motivations are going to change for next season. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was talking to Chris about this about a little it. bit um, off off stream, but I'm wondering if they're trying to build Alucard up to be the next big bad. He's just slowly losing. His I was mind. just going to think that because, yeah. like, you, you fight him in the game. Oh, really? I've I've literally never played Castlevania game. Well, in Castle- oh wow! In, oh yeah! In Castlevania three, you fight him, but then he joins you. It's like a test of strength. Uh-huh. Like at the well, they, yeah, they already did that in, in season one. They did one. the first season. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What, but yeah, but he's he's a baddie. One of the that's end. why I think it's a twist because Alucard's like main appearance is in Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. First PlayStation one completely fucking knocked the doors off and redefined Castlevania as a game series. Great as a, game as a Metroidvania. Yeah, it's complete. It's awesome. You do the whole castle, and then the whole thing flips, and you do the whole fucking thing again upside down. It's great. Yeah. Alucard's role in that, though, is something's getting fucky at Dracula's castle after Dracula got fucking bitch-murdered by Richter Belmont seven years ago. Got wrecked. He got stomped by this teenage teenage boy, this fucking JoJo character over here. So Alucard's like, well, shit, something fucky's going on at Dad's castle. I better go check it out. He goes in. And Richter is in charge of the castle, and he's fucking evil. And I'm like, oh, this is this is great. What a what a twist on on this franchise that you know was just kind of okay before, yeah. and stupidly difficult, and it's still fairly <laughs> difficult. But um, th- that is, if I if you hadn't told me anything about season three, I would have told you that maybe this season ends with you know it finishes off the Trevor and and Sypha storyline. And then it'll jump forward to their descendants who are still like involved with the the resurrections of Dracula and Castlevania the castle and Alucard needing to come back. And then you could just straight up adapt Symphony of the Night, which is great. Yeah. Um, but what they did here is also very good. And they kind of cribbed a couple of things from some of the other games that I haven't played, <laughs> like Hector um, and Isaac are both characters from, I think, Harmony of Dissonance. Yeah. Um, don't. Oh, they are. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, right. I didn't look that up. <laughs> Good job, Casey. And I don't. I don't think Isaac has a similar role, but Hector kind of does in that he's like been abused and betrayed by 
vampiric forces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both the of these characters are absolutely phenomenal, up, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So like two of the best characters in the show. Oh yeah. In the show. Absolutely. I mean, the, th- that's, that's really the highlight of what the season became for me. Um, you see Isaac's rise to power and just dude, he's, he gives everybody one fucking chance. And they always fucking turn. I, I love it. He he goes to a goddamn dock. He goes. And, Thanos was right, guys. And he's just come like, on. all right, I'm just going <laughs> to. I just need to go there. And they're like, you're not going through. He's like, come on, guys. Like, I just I got my buddies here. Look at all these monstrous. fucking monsters. OK, what are you going to do? But like, that's not that's not like what he really kind of does. He's just a very calm. And he's just very like, all right, let's have it your way. And then he just fucking pillages the whole town, like everyone yeah. in it. And then he goes, like, especially going to that where, uh, what was that town with, like, the crazy king guy and, like, the the tower? And he just, like... I don't... I don't I'm just going to call it Legion Town. Yeah, Legion Grand Town. Grand Balloon Town. <laughs> it was after, so you know, cool. Like, he just goes through. And that was where, like, he had to actually, like, test himself. Because before, everything was really easy for him. Mm-hmm. And then he's just going through, losing minions one by one, trying to turn others into Dude, that his. thing was sick. Yeah, As he's, like, running through that. <laughs> I was like, what? It's so cool. And yeah, like, and at the end, he gets to this tower. And, yeah, there's, this, like, some guy with a crown there. Yeah. Some, like, some kind of some sorcering wizard. Some kind of mentor. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some kind of mind taker who's, like, got this whole entire small. It, it, you think it's a village, but it's, like, there's so many people that live in, like, this mini city. Yeah. And he's controlling them all from a tower to do, like, uh, like the, the, the vampire's bidding. Dude, Sick, that old dude, man looked like if Jafar actually, in his old man costume, actually became Sultan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that reminded me of what a way to put that dude <laughs> it was great though like there was when the action hits in Castlevania it really fucking hits dude it's it, it's so enthralling and like they do su- such a great job yeah. like as Isaac is moving through because like he he's trying to get to to, to Hector he's right. like there's somebody who wronged Dracula Dracula was perfect and he was great he treated with kindness I'm gonna go destroy this guy I fucking he's- love Dracula okay you guys love him <laughs> like, you don't get it it's not a face I love Dracula <laughs> If only he ran into the the church that uh, that Trevor and Sypha ended up finding, mm. like they would have oh, been man. like, "Oh, you all, you Dude. love Dracula too." It's like, "Yeah, fuck it. Oh, I love Dracula. So great. Love him." Yeah, I love how Isaac's going on his own epic quest, like by yeah. himself, but with yeah. like his horde of, uh, of 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 monsters that he's created that he's forged on his own. Uh, but yeah, I, I love I love that whole scene where he's uh, he's just trying to get to Hector and kill him for for what you know how he betrayed Dracula in the other season. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and you have all these other different stories going on. Like you have uh, uh, Belmont and, and Siva, like they're they're trying to do their own thing. Um, I think they're just going through, just like protecting the land. They do like, like I don't I don't think they're even like I think they're going anywhere. They're just trying they to just th- live their lives. Yeah. So like the the way they kind of put it, right? They, they put it actually. Uh, Trevor puts it very well. I think in the in the end where he's just like, yeah, we've been doing your life. We've been venturing. We've been like buddies. Like he's been kind of the butt of all the jokes, and she's been like really the superhero, and he just kind of reluctantly helps. Um, and then things turn to shit, and he's like, "All right, now we're in my story." And it's like, "God damn!" And he knows exactly yeah. how to handle it, and like she's um, badass in her own right. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. when Trevor decides to put in the effort, when he takes Dude. out the two whips, yo, I was like, "This is <laughs> Castlevania." <laughs> so no, this is the- pod racing. <laughs> The Morning Star, which I think is like, like before watching this, is like this is a friggin' like dumbass weapon. Like who the shit yeah. would do this? The way he friggin' like kicks it around like Jackie Chan style, oh, so just like whipping things around, like whipping around his foot and then kicking out of people. Oh my yeah. god, it is dope as 
That's what I like to call the old double dutch of death because he does the little cross the jump rope. He's jumping rope like Rocky, but he's just tearing holes in that fucking regenerative monster. Yeah. And you got his girl freaking Avatar fighting I with know. all the elements. She's got water. She's got, fire. She's got electricity she's, now. She's Iron she's Man just... flying all over the place. Oh, yeah. dude! I was like, what? She's <laughs> propelling herself with her own fiery. Like that's so dope. Okay, so, so season. Back to season two, real quick, um, because I just watched it like yesterday. Yeah. Um, with this, when she's fighting that that vampire with, and she's just using ice. Like, but she keeps adjusting the ice based off of what that dude's coming for and eventually figures out how to, like, beat him. I've never seen anyone, like, everyone that's like, oh, I'm an ice mage is like, that's dumb. And I'm watching this and I'm like, holy shit, she's an ice mage. <laughs> she just freaking wrecks, just makes whatever shape she wants and then just, like, buzzsaws everyone in half in this. Okay. It's so cool. Yeah. It's and like and whenever you see where she makes, like, like, very small sheets of ice and, like, slices people in yeah. half. Oh, yeah. I was like, yo, it's so dumb. You were running on this and now the whole thing is a blade. So I'm yeah. going to cut you in half. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love when she put the um the ice armor around um oh, around Bill Nye. Bill Nye. <laughs> and, and then like the one one vampire got his hand stuck in. She's like, Oh, I can do that. Crunch. <laughs> so good. Yeah, hey, like, listen, oh, if you man. if you want somebody to learn to teach you how to write superpowers creatively, Warren Ellis. Ellis is your man. Yeah. Absolutely. He's one of my favorites. It's also cool that it's like shit. um uh, we're coming into these characters are kind of already developed as far as like they know what they're doing we're not like looking and seeing characters that are they don't have to like build their origin story right because they kind of already know how to kick ass yeah so yeah. you're looking at a bunch of people that are basically at the top of their game and it rules well they do a very good job at like not needing to go into anyone's origin and just showing it to you within like a minute like the yeah. first time you see trevor in season one you, I mean, you know, like, you, I've never played a Castlevania, but, like, I know the fucking name Belmont. Like, that's just in there. But then they also kind of go, like, oh, you're a Belmont. They kind of, like, have a little thing about it, right? And you never really hear too, too much about it other than the library again. Same thing yeah. um, with the speakers. Same thing with Alucard. Like, it, they just say, this is what it is. Move on. Like, let's get the story going. <laughs> the locals yeah. have taken to calling me Alucard. Oh, that's Dracula backwards. That's really clever. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap! I didn't even know that. <laughs> I definitely didn't pay attention to that. Yeah, I love oh, well. it. And I, and I love that he's played by by the uh, by fucking Guy Spalter from Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's like, "Oh my god, it's out!" Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, what did you guys think of the think of the story in season three? I thought it was, everything was great. Like I said, except for Alucard's. Like it, yeah. the the second those two twins, I think they're like I just call them the twins. Mm. They look like twins to me. Yeah. Uh, but the second they showed up, I was like, that can't be good. And then he was way too trusting for them, like right at the bat. And I was like, that's definitely not too good. Yeah, there was no way that plot line was gonna end. Yeah. Uh, and then he then he got <laughs> well. like super bound, and like they're about to kill him. And I was like, see, it's definitely not good now. <laughs> then it was fine because his sword came to life and yeah yeah those two twins were shady the whole time they're like oh we were ruled by like and i love how like their story was the the japanese the vampire cho because i thought she was badass from the last right. one because like when, yeah. when all those vampires like came to dracula's court i was like yo look at all these vampires from different cultures from around the world the indian one looked, looked pretty badass yeah yeah um and the and the japanese one too cho and i love that like they were under her guys and i love that that mini story that we got into their lives like how she ran her court how she was just so brutal like they would make them all watch as she dances and, and like mm. dismantles somebody just for fun while while they're trying to fight for their life and kill her yeah. and she's just like yep get wrecked nerd get wrecked get wrecked get one shot it and there you go now you're dead everybody <laughs> see that everybody see that all right 
<laughs> now that we're all on the same page here, get me my, get me some more blood, give me some Fucking more. I was like, yo, pick it on that dude. poor samurai. So oh what I God. really liked about uh, this season, especially, was the Isaac story versus like the Carmilla story, because for the most part, they're both kind of almost doing the same thing, picking up where Dracula left off. Mm. Yeah. So before it was like everyone, Dracula has kind of had this big idea about taking over the world, and then that failed, and everyone kind of got split up and now we're kind of watching the rise of like two different people who are having the same but uh slightly different goals um which hopefully means that there's going to be some climactic battle where the two of those uh those kind of forces end up bumping heads which would be dope yeah yeah yeah, I thought it was pretty sweet. Like the, the character designs are great. Like the the, the, the artistry is beautiful. Like I just can't wait to see like where this whole thing goes. Like I'm enthralled into the world because the world building is so damn good. Yeah, it's yeah. unreal. You know, there's always this like impending doom of these demons and these monsters. I mean, like even like when they were traveling on the road, they were getting attacked by all these like these like balverines and like all these different kinds of demons. And and I love how they're just like, oh no, what am I to yeah, do? It's, <laughs> it's only me out here, my simple manservant. <laughs> and he's like, really? She's yeah. like, it, oh, it helps. Yeah. It helps. <laughs> it's pronounced Igor. <laughs> I, I love. You know what I thought was going to come out of the season? I thought the storylines would have converged. Mm. I did and too. I was a little surprised that they did not. But uh, I guess they're like, well, I guess we're so successful, we can just write assuming we'll have another season yeah mm-hmm. um, but it's good because it means that it's all one kind of continuous arc as opposed to needing to do a hard stop and then start something completely new right yeah they basically put the previous season sows enough seeds that you have plot threads to f- to keep following which is really good. i like the plot thread with hector with the vampire sisters that you one was know, fine like that, that, that wasn't my favorite it yeah. was fine yeah because really was, like, you don't like that it's fucking super I, horny tv yeah <laughs> no oh my god uh, it, it really was it really <laughs> was but okay as, if you want to put it like that casey no, I, but the way honest, it ended was really see, good listen when even when you watch adult animation you don't tend to see that kind of stuff that often even if it is adult i mean this isn't like fritz the cat or some wild shit you're watching on tv but look there's some there's some anime titties yeah you know I, I love Al- Alucard takes it straight up the butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like no que- there's like no question, no subtlety that he is bottoming at some point. In the yeah, show. They, that whole yep. scene where like they're having a threesome and oh then uh, Lenore and Hector are doing their own thing dude, and then there's a fight every, in the church. Like it was all intercutting. I was like, what is this? Game I, think, of I think everybody's <laughs> fucking everybody's fighting. Like this I think it's is... funny that everyone that got fucked got fucked. but it was also like a reason for those scenes too which was like which was good it was just like randomly we cut in people are just boning it was like okay like there's a reason for this and like especially how like lenore played that that whole that whole scenario where she she seemed like she was kind of like you know the one that was not really in charge and then by the end she's like i own all of you yeah Dude, that was so dope. Because I love how like awesome. like like Camilla just escaped like all that crap with like yeah. Dracula and the holy water like like coming in through the city, the yeah. city and stuff like that. And she marched her she marched her and the remaining army of her sisters like 700, 500 miles down to where her sisters are. And they're just like, "Where's the rest of the army? Where are the horses?" And they're like, "Dad, we marched, we marched all the way." <laughs> they ate well the here. fucking horses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and her sisters are like, "Oh, okay, whatever." And I love how Camilla is supposed to be like the ruthless one, and then like her other sister, like the, the bigger one's like the, the, the brute strength the other one is like a tactician mm-hmm. and the smaller ones like uh you know she, she's like the scholarly one but but lenore 
I love just like Chris said, she, she took over the whole thing because they're like, all right, we want to take over all these territories. So Dracula's dead, so we can try to muscle in now. We want to be the head Dracula's in charge. Ha ha. And they're like, well, we don't really have an army. We have a forge master. He can create demons from us, take souls from hell, but they'll be loyal to him. There's no way he'll be loyal to us because Camilla just marched his ass yep. all the way over here and he's pr he's almost dead and he's in a dungeon naked and we're splashing water on him every so often. And, and, and Lenora's like, I got this. I'm going to bring him back to health. I'm going to woo him. I'm gonna bring him into my my. Bosom. She uses those and like then... Hermione Granger like moves though. Like at first, she's yeah. just like, oh, I just want to be friends. And he's it's some the books. hair. And, yeah, it's yeah. the hair. It's the hair and the accent dude, and like the tone yeah. of the voice. How it's like, dude, I, I I love the scene where 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 she's talking with him and she's trying to be all convenient and stuff like that. She's like, oh, I can take you out. And he he pulls her and he's just like, I will kill you if you don't. And she's just like, kill me, huh? Morphs into a bat, <laughs> yeah. gets into the cell, beats that shit out of him, and she's just like, because I'm the youngest and I look like this, people people think I'm the weakest one. He's like, do you still think I'm the weakest one after like beating his ass? I was like, yo. And then she throws a fucking blackberry at his face. He's like, yes. <laughs> he does. He's like, oh, no, no, no. thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Holy shit! Like he forgot for a moment yeah. that that she that she's a, an old vampire. Yeah. He forgot because she looks so young, and he's like, oh shit, I remember. I'm sorry. And he and she was like, okay, next time I'll see you tomorrow. And then she just wielded him down, and then put, put and then devised this whole plan about putting like like a slave ring onto him. So now that like all the creatures that he makes are loyal to him, but she uh, but he is loyal to her because that slave ring. And I was like, god damn. Mm. And she's like, all right, sisters, all of you that wear this ring, he's loyal to you too. So there, problem solved. And he was just like, god damn it, <laughs> Dermot. Mm. And the rest of the sisters was like, holy crap, what? I would have felt for <laughs> We did what? I would have been hook, line, and sinker. Are you kidding me? <laughs> okay, Casey. <laughs> Look, think about it this way, right? Yeah. I mean, you can either go with them willingly, okay, be forced to go with them, be killed, or live out the rest of your days in a fucking, I don't even know how to, super cold, super dirty, horrible cage. Bro, no, she she, she said she's he's going to have, like, uh, one of the houses, like, yeah. out, outside. Oh, yeah. And and he'll have access to the castle. I'll be, like, just like, I'll be a pet. Hmm. Like, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Serving a quart of hot vampire ladies? I'm, I'm down. <laughs> hot vampire also, ladies. Your, your days are pretty much yours. Like they're only yeah. awake at night. You do what you want. True, true. Just saying. Yeah, not too bad. Not so too bad. bad. bad she. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I wonder where this whole uh, this whole series is going because it, it kind of like left off in a place where we're just like, all right, next time on Castlevania. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much left. Like, I wanted them to, to have a bit more closure in this season. I was looking forward to it. I'm just like, I, I got to wait for another one. <sighs> you guys can only do that so much. You can only do it so much before we all move <laughs> on to something else. We don't really care. I don't think know? so. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I think they're built. I honestly do think they're building up Alucard uh, to be the big bad. And the um, everyone's story arcs are going to converge. Uh, they're going to try to take the castle back. And he's going to be standing in their way. And he's going to be fucking crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if there were more um skewered bodies in front of the castle when we see him next like i i honestly hope we don't see alucard next season at all mm. and, then, and then season five is them going after the castle and so that way we have this clear break we have haven't seen him we haven't seen how far he's gone into this descent and then we see it and it'll just be i think that more of a shock true because it did show us that he's like slowly losing he's turning mind, into his father though it hasn't been that long. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that'd be good in the next season. We don't we, we don't see him, but we hear about what he's doing. Yeah. Like we hear rumblings of like what's going on, yeah. and it sounds like Alucard's going nuts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's going crazy, and he's impaled more people that have showed up to the castle because yeah. it, it can't move anywhere. Right. 
as those twins More were like, to like, are you, I love how the twins are like, are you sure it can't move? Are you sure you haven't tried moving the castle? Maybe we can move it. And he's just like, damn, it's like, I don't want to move it. It's fine where like, it is. Look, it's fucking it. melt. Everything's melted. I <laughs> <laughs> like, I like. Who, who do they think they they, they they were? They're like, you know, like, well, we're just gonna trap you in this silver, and you didn't tell us everything, so we're gonna kill you. Like, what? It's, I do like what? that he warned them that they should never get too close to a vampire. And at first, they were like, mm. yeah, so we use bow and arrows. And then, how do they try to kill him? By literally getting as close, getting inside of a vampire, the closest <laughs> one can get to a vampire. I was gonna say, if they <laughs> close to a he vampire. warned them. Can't Let's argue with results. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, look, oh don't get God. me wrong. He's a beautiful man. But yeah, come on. Yeah. No, um, yeah. I think uh, someone we haven't talked about yet, uh, St. Germain. Just like St. Germain. Stole the show. He was, a, he was like a quirky character. I, I think yeah. Bill Nye just steals the show no matter what. Like, I think he's he's always plays that same kind of quirky-ish character. I think he was more con artist feeling in this, which is why I liked him so much. Um, and also I really loved all those crazy monks. <laughs> like it's the weirdest thing, but they're just like, we're not crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, crazy two monks. acid trips in the same TV show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Yeah. That whole story arc of him just like seeing a giant robot somehow in the future. Yeah. It, it's it's different reality. He sees like a giant futuristic robot. Uh, he's also looking for somebody that was trapped in another dimension. Yeah. Yeah, because like he's searching for somebody, he, and he doesn't say who he's looking for or what he's doing, but he has uh, an object that can look through this dimensional portal that the monks can't see. That's in like down inside of this church, mm-hmm. and he's trying to get in there because I think there's someone that that he loved or lost or whoever is like in there. Like who, who knows if it's purgatory, if it's some I think kind it's of hell. Like, you, you think, think so? It's like it's like, like it's like one of the layers of hell. I think or what something. they're hinting at is hell is it's kind of what um, Buffy does, where hell is just a different dimension. The hell mouth. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they talked about how it's basically a, that uh, that what infinite corridor yeah. is. It's it's a place that you can get into different dimensions and di- different things. So that entrance that was down there wasn't just hell. It could be technically anywhere. It just happened to you could get to hell that yeah. way. Why would Lisa be, be- in hell? Because it's the underworld. So it's all connected. Yeah. Why not? All right. Sure. Done. Or just guilty by association. I wasn't looking for a lot, mm. so yeah. I'll take it. Or maybe it's because like how she was sent down there. Or maybe it's not really her. It's just a, an illusion to torment Dracula. Mm. It's an illusion, Ooh, Michael. I like that. Yeah, because because you saw Dracula there, like coddling yeah. her, and it's just like, hmm. He's, yeah, he's, he's pretty. That was a big hug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I love how they saw him through the portal because they're trying to like bring him back, and he's just like, mm-hmm. he's like, is that an I go through mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> he's just like, what's that? Because I wasn't sure if Jacob was actually seeing it or he if he was like sensing you know, I it. I think he definitely because so? he he like yeah. tried to like reach through it, and they closed it like just in time. Right. They, yeah, he looked right. at it, he was just like, what is that? And he's looking, goes, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> he comes back through. He's like, now everyone's really dead. Ah! <laughs> like, oh crap. <laughs> wanted to kill everybody and Isaac would be like yes you're back good that, stuff be a crazy twist if Alucard gets so powerful and so crazy that they have to get Dracula out of hell to fight him and kill him yo oh what if that's a twist in the <laughs> next that's, one I think that might be yeah. exactly what they're setting up Greg I feel like that's uh, not Saint that Germain was just like he's, he's like I'll see you soon or I'll see you again yeah. or something like that he's like Alucard's killing time. everyone and Saint Germain comes back and goes look what I got bitches and it's just Dracula <laughs> and have, like, a Pokemon he's fight. riding Dracula through the infinite corridor <laughs> He's writing Dracula, <laughs> like never-ending story. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> that ever-ending story about the Dracula. They just ride on his back. Yeah. So, so would you guys recommend people sitting down and, and watching? Uh, so, what you've seen so far from one, two, and three? If someone's never seen this before, would you be like, you know what? You should give this a yes. watch. I, I think I it's, pretty, yeah, it's pretty worth it. I was like, yeah. you should watch this immediately. I also did that to a different Chris. Hey, if your name is Chris, you should. <laughs> Are you cheating on me? <laughs> we should all find a Chris and tell him to watch. Find a Chris. Yeah. Tell him Absolutely. to watch. Especially so. Especially since, um, like, The Witcher has taken on so well. Actually, I was telling Greg that I think this is, like, an even better version of The Witcher. And actually, Ooh. probably a little bit more tangible version uh, without... Um, it's a little less abstract in some cases, mm-hmm. um, which is really good. And it's going to be interesting once the, you know, The Witcher uh, animated thing comes out as well. That'll probably lead a lot of people, if that catches on pretty well, that'll probably lead a lot of more people over to Castlevania. Because yeah. um, it's very similar. And... What I really liked about it, again, that everything really has a purpose and everything's really logical about this show. Um, and things have consequences. Like when someone lands a blow, they land a blow. It's not like Dragon Ball Z where it takes like three episodes of a dude getting punched in the face before he actually looks like he's winded. Mm. Like this one, like every hit kind of counts, which is really which is really cool. And like someone drops something and they have to go get it and they make sure a point of showing that. Or someone gets hurt in the leg or scratched in the arm and like you see that wound and it affects how they fight. It's great. I never noticed that too. Yeah, because like there's some times where Belmont's fighting and he gets winded. Yeah, yeah, and like he lets you know that he's tired. Yeah, oh yeah, true. Yeah, like when they're uh, on the road earlier on in the show, and he he's trying to fight that one demon, and he's struggling. He has the hardest time. And he's just like, <laughs> oh god, okay. And she's like, are you good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I killed it. <laughs> I'm good. She's, he's like, like, he's she's, like, like, she's like, on your left, and just like runs by him. He's like, damn it. <laughs> I love the running gag that every time he fucking punches something, it does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he must have like little like baby punches. Like, he's just like, eh, eh. he's a weapons man. You can't yeah. expect him to just punch things. Well, also, like, goddamn Morningstar and just like make things explode. That's what the people are here for. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I can't wait for the next season. And speaking of uh, waiting for things, you'll have to wait until next week hey. for another episode of the Back Eddie Funky Podcast. Thank you, everyone, who's been listening on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on iHeartRadio, on um, uh, Google Play, and everywhere you can listen to a podcast, giving us some nice ratings, telling you, telling your friends about us. Everyone who's been watching live on twitch.tv slash Funky, tuning into the chat live here. Everyone's been tuning into Booster Greg streams hey. and popping in, saying hello and being lively as he streams games. And um, Greg, it's all about uh, your podcast. Oh, yeah. Adapt This, a DC Animated Universe podcast. Uh, I've actually started reading stuff for it again, so that's super exciting. Uh, season two, I'm wa- I want to get five to six episodes recorded before we release it, but we'll be covering things like Death Return of Superman, uh, Judas Contract. We'll probably jump into a couple other things as well. I'm not going to tell you everything right now. Then you would be listening. So, yeah, that's uh, right. That's a little bit of a taste. I know people have been asking about Judas Contract specifically. So that's going to be super exciting. Uh, that's on the Geek Generation Network. So there's a whole bunch of other great podcasts on there. You should definitely, definitely hit those up. I've been on a couple different shows on that network as well. And they're the network's good friends of ours. So you yeah, should be over there. Yeah, good people anyways. over there. The Geek yeah. Generation. Great people. Yeah. Handsome people. Yeah. Beautiful people. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha. Speaking of beautiful people, that's all the time we have for today. And the beautiful people on this podcast we had today was TV's Casey. Hey. We had Dot Chris. That's a me. That's it. That's all you get. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. 
You can help, but we'll just sit here and shame real quick for a minute. <laughs> You're muted. Yeah. <laughs> outro bits. Outro bits. Outro <laughs> bits like alphabets. All right. Look at do it. Take two. All right. That's all we had. On this episode, we had TV's Casey. Hey. We had Doc Chris. Yep. <laughs> we have Boost Outro Greg. bit here. Hey, and I'm the back here to Funky Zero. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you later or we'll see you another time.